Welcome to the Michael Yu Podcast. This is a very special podcast. I am actually um, doing one of my favorite things. I am sitting in my chair in my kitchen. So I have this, uh, it's actually pretty old, old, comfortable chair. It's um, kind of this like rough mat chair. Um, It looks really rustic and... This is the chair that I do most of my reading in, my reading light, and uh, Priya's making dinner right now. So, you want to say hi, Pri? Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know if you picked that up. But, uh, yep, yeah, so just thought I would do a pod. Um, you know, I was uh, reading a bit and thought I would do one before dinner. It'd be a lot of fun. Um, you know, we talked about the reformatting of the podcast and what that's going to look like. So... Yeah, we're going to be doing Oakland Realty or the Oakland podcast uh, starting March the 1st. Um, so that's really exciting. So look out for that. Um, we actually, it's really fancy. We're going to have a producer for the uh, Oakland podcast. So the sound quality is going to be awesome and it's going to have some, um, you know, it's still going to be raw and real, but uh, it's um, going to be, yeah, it's going to be really kind on the ears and I think the content is really going to be great it's going to be more of an educational podcast uh, don't mind the chopping that's pre but you're now with the Michael Yu podcast so I don't have to care anymore <laughs> um, we're actually dog sitting uh, one of Pre's friend's dogs uh, and there's just this there's this animalistic war of the house I have a cat his name's Spidey or Spider and uh, we're um, we're kind of dog sitting a a dog called Zoe, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're just there's uh, there's a cold war going on <laughs> in the house right now. Um, yeah, so I thought I would talk about a couple different things. One was something that kind of sparked my interest uh, when I was talking to Pri. So she just went um, on a grocery haul, and we've been on this like no packaging kind of trying to minimize the amount of packaging and paper cups and plastic and to-go and things like that, um, you know, uh, trying to minimize our just, just like wasteful things. And uh, so, yeah, I was actually really proud because I, I looked in the shopping bag and there's virtually no packaging and it, we're, we're really big on to doing this kind of stuff. Now, there's a store on East Broadway, I think it's called Nada. We haven't been there yet, but it has like no packaging at all. You bring your own stuff. And we're really big about reusing things and going to thrift stores and stuff like that when we need stuff. Um, trying to buy as much handmade stuff as we can. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. And, you know, I don't know why. Like there's no specific reason. I'm not like a like Green Party candidate or anything like that. But it's just, I just, it's just, it feels like probably the right thing to do. And it just, maybe it comes from our like Asian background to not waste and stuff like that. My grandmother was really into that. My grandmother on my mom's side uh, was a very influential figure to me when I was growing up. And she was really into not wasting. Um, kind of embarrassing story. <laughs> like even my grandma on my mom's side or my dad's side. Um, whenever we would stay over at her house, she used to actually make us eat. Like, we used to actually reuse those, like, the styrofoam meat trays. <laughs> I know it's gross. She used to wash those styrofoam meat trays, and we would eat our toast off of them, and we would use them, like, 
you know, like toast plates and there would be stacks of them. And, um, it's like a fond memory of mine. Uh, so to like never waste because people normally just throw those out. Um, and yes, I did get salmonella. <laughs> I didn't get salmonella. I was just kidding. Um, yeah, so I was actually, um, so no packaging. It's in my notes here. This, another thing I want to talk about is I just read this book. Um, it was really cool. It was called uh, The Rise and Fall of Dinosaurs uh, by Steve uh, Brusanti. And Steve, I'm butchering the name, Brasati, Brasati is a is a pretty famous paleontologist. He's pretty well known. Uh, I think he's he's from Sco- uh, he's from America, but his uh, he practices in Scotland. And yeah, it was it was a really interesting um, it was a really interesting book about the beginnings of the dinosaurs and kind of what happened. It was a really interesting read. Um, and just kind of talked about all the different types of dinosaurs there were and how they kind of proliferated and really interesting stuff um, about our planet now, how some, um, you know, a lot of animals adapted and thrived and, and did some cool different things. And obviously dinosaurs ruled the earth for about, you know, I think 400 million years and mankind has probably ruled the earth for about 60 million years or 50 million years so we're like you know so we're in the mid we're in the middle of our reign (laughs) i don't know if it's a reign of terror but in the middle of our reign um uh, if it was in dino years so kind of uh an interesting take on things and that really when i kind of reflected that on my business or on my life i thought of it um especially the aspects of evolution like the aspects of um, the environment and how it plays to kind of how these dinosaurs and other like ancient creatures kind of um, modified themselves for their environments. And so, for example, like um, the modern whale was actually a land mammal that adapted itself over time to, to go into the water and to stay in the water and to feed fish in the water, but it still breathes oxygen. It was a land mammal, and it just evolved over time. And because it evolved over time, um, when the Big Bang, or sorry, not the Big Bang, when the, uh, when the asteroid that ultimately felled all the dinosaurs hit the Earth, it basically things that survived were in water, very small, small mammals, and also um, birds, which are actually direct descendants of dinosaurs, which is really cool. Um, so I thought of this idea of like nature versus nurture and how like we get what is what of us is DNA versus what of us is like a product of our environment. And in some reflection, I've been thinking, I'm like, you know, what and if if is it an equal 50 50 distribution of like your DNA and what kind of you're meant to do? Or is it the product of your environment and how it's shaped you to do something? So are we just out of the out of the out of the like shell a you know a triceratops and we're just always going to stay a triceratops no matter what terrain or uh, are we more adaptable and and how does that kind of function um, you know in our daily lives it's kind of weird to think of yourself as a dinosaur but I'm doing that right now <laughs> there's a show in the 90s called dinosaurs that I really liked I don't know if anyone remembers that but 
um, there was a baby in it, and he's like, I'm not the baby or something. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been thinking about this idea of nature versus nurture um, and just kind of reflecting on, you know, let's, you know, I'm just reflecting on myself actually in this case. So it's really weird and interesting how human beings have a typically an 80, you know, 60 to 100 year lifespan. And, um, you know, there's like a procreation cycle. Um, it's, it's just, there's a lot of, I know this is going to sound weird, but basically your DNA is basically um, made up of the seven generation. Like this is something, I forget, I, I read this somewhere. I listened to it on a podcast. Yeah. Is it epigenetics? Yeah. So you pair, you carry like a lot of the path. It's, I think it's called epigenetics. Um, and maybe pre told me this, I don't know. Um, but basically your DNA for the most part is made up 50, 50 between your, um, parents, but actually it's, it's like six or seven generations is kind of what makes you who you are. Um, there'll otherwise it kind of get, it's kind of gets washed out over the six and, you know, after this, you know, on the eighth or ninth generation in the past, it kind of gets washed out from, you know, being divided in two so many times. So it's a little bit more negligible. So that's kind of your, your nature is your DNA, like how you're made, um, and so on. It's really dictated upon, uh, you know, your parents and that genealogy. And I found it really interesting that this seven generations thing. So if you think about your grandfather telling you, telling you as a person stories about his grandfather, that's as much as you really need to know or grandmother and her telling you things about her grandmother. So that would be six or seven generations or great grandmother. That would be kind of how much you'd be impacted. So hearing the stories of your ancestors is kind of a really interesting, like it's, it's very impactful on who you actually are as a, like in, in your nature, you know? Um, so Recently, I've been hanging out with my mom more and I've just been asking her a lot of questions about my family. Where exactly did we come from? What did we exactly do? What, like, I want to know, like, what did my, her dad tell her about her dad and her dad's dad and her dad's dad's dad? And as I found out from my nature, um, I come from like a, basically... Um, so we come from a fishing town that in China, which is basically, and we were kind of merchants, like we were a merchant class people in the fishing town. So we would fish and sell the fish and kind of, or, or actually with squid, we would catch the squid and sell the squid. And that was kind of many generations what we did. And, um, you know, and we stayed in this kind of coastal part of China, which is called Fujian. And um, it was really, yeah, it was really interesting. So I've been asking my mom a lot of questions and we kind of have this like merchant kind of line, you know, some people would have like a line of soldiers or a line of, uh, you know, like a tradesman or like beautiful craftsmen, carpenters, or like, so my line is kind of this mercantile, 
I guess, Silk Road people. Not really Silk Road, but kind of um, businessy type of people. So I guess it's kind of hard to escape. And I, and I kind of thought about that as kind of your nature. And then, or sorry, yeah, your nature. And then the other side of the argument is the nurture. So like what environment plays in shaping a being? And um, that's a, something that's, that's really interesting to think about. So from the moment you're born till, you know, where you're at right now has impacted and affected kind of the direction of your life that you get to take. So whether you were really awesome at athletics or where you're really, which I was not, or <laughs> you're really great at school, uh, which I also was not, it's kind of impacts the direction um, that you take your life. And so, you know, when it comes to ideas of uh, purpose or comes to idea of like, you know, what am I good at? You know, a lot of, I work with a lot of young people and that's one of the things that they always talk about. Like, what am I good at? What, what am, I don't know what I'm good at. And so your nurture and your nature can kind of tell you what you're good at. Um, you know, looking back, like, what was your grandfather good at? What was your great-grandfather? What, what, what was kind of, like, what was your line? Because that probably in your DNA is going to make you that way. You know, um, we were, like, like, I have these, like, it's weird. I have these, like, kind of, yeah, this is not very attractive. <laughs> but I have these, like, really wide feet, <laughs> And, like, I have to wear orthopedic shoes. If you see me, I'm probably wearing these big, clunky brown shoes that everyone makes fun of. And I have this, like, really wide footbed. And it was probably because my ancestors were on boats. And they were not, like, they kind of needed to be really stable on these boats. So I guess they kind of developed more. Okay, I kind of got cut off there. Um... But so I don't know where I kind of left off. I was talking about my wide feet. Wow. <laughs> Very uh, insightful. Anyway, so I have these kind of wide feet. So like I was probably because I had to stand like my ancestors had to stand on these boats and we weren't really made for speed, but we were made to stand there and be really stable. So I'm a bit stockier. Um, Pri and I did a move once and she was so impressed with me lifting furniture over my head and lifting things in the dump. And she was like, how is this possible? And I'm very good at it. <laughs> like, but I'm not built for speed or like agility. I'm, I'm pretty like stable. I'm like a solid, I'm very solid. So maybe that's just how that's kind of is an insight of, you know, that's the nature side, you know, and um, there's elements of nature that you can really look at when you kind of do any kind of self-reflection or any kind of journaling or asking about the past. If you hear some clinking, clanging, and chopping, Pri is is making us a beautiful dinner, actually. She's making us kitchery, which is... Um, is it Indian, Pri? It's like this Indian uh, cleansing lentil slash rice slash herbs and vegetable kind of like oatmeal porridge type of thing. It's kind of like congee, Chinese congee, but it's Indian style and it's tasty. It is very, very healing for the stomach and all this rest of this stuff. So she's making it for us for dinner tonight, which is 
going to be a treat. And actually, we were thinking about taking a kitchery cleanse, which is kind of like two or three days where we just eat this one kind of food. And it's supposed to have all the amino acids and all the fiber and all the stuff that you need. Um, but anyways, off topic there. Um, so when you're trying to figure out what you're good at, think about your nature. Like, Think about your ancestors. What did they do? Like, how are you built? What are you made for? Like, how are you made? How are you actually made? Like, because that's your DNA. And you can't escape your DNA. You can't escape your genetics. That's what it is. So looking at that shines an insight. And I don't want to call it limiting because it's not limiting because people can change their direction by their nurture by the other side of the equation, which is the circumstances in your life or the circumstances in your own behavior that shape you in a certain direction. So um, thinking about all those types of things, um, you know, and, and how you react to authority, for example. Some people are happy, like some people love going to school, like they loved going to school growing up. They were like, so like they love being in school. Um, that wasn't me at all. I like, I just despised it. Um, and I think it's because I was, you know, I was supposed to kind of have my own, like work for myself or, you know, not work in a big organization and stuff like that, that has lots of hierarchy because, you know, that just wasn't the right path. Um, but in terms of your nurture, you know, look at what, how you react to certain things as what is going to be your strength. So um, when we look at it in the context of career or of income of a revenue, like there are signs in your DNA and your nature and there's signs in your nurture that'll kind of point you in the direction. Um, you know, I think all types of, if we are in business, for example, or any kind of, if we're in business, like, I think finding what you're good at is very, very important. It's extraordinarily key. Um, and you want to be doing that as much as you can. Um, even when you're trying to offer your best to your family or you're trying to offer the best to your friends, like think about what you actually do the best and, and really you know, hone in on that um, as something. And, and the discovery of that is actually very joyful uh, because you get to learn about yourself, which is always a lot of fun. Um, so that's it. That's all I got today, guys. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, we got interrupted. I do not know where the boat talk ended. Um, there was no rhyme or reason or point to this podcast besides me having an inkling to do that. I'm probably still going to do a weekly pod because I, I, I just like doing it. It's kind of like a therapeutic. <laughs> so... Um, until next time, uh, thank you for listening to the Michael Yu podcast. Um, the Oakwind podcast is coming on March the 1st. Um, we're going to announce it in our social media channel. So if you're not, follow at Oakwind um, uh, on Instagram or Oakwind Realty on Facebook or visit us at oakwind.com. Um, and if you ever want to chat or meet up with me or anything like that, you can always email me at muy at oakwind.com. And uh, we can hang out. Until next time, thank you for listening to Michael U Podcast and have a great day.